0: hey hey everyone welcome to the phil drysdale show and this episode is a biggie it's rob bell cannot wait to get stuck into this one right before we do i just want to remind you of a great free resource if you are going through deconstruction if you're going through a radical shift in your faith a lot of the time it involves losing friends losing family losing your church community Um, It can be a really lonely and isolating um, experience, at least early on. Um, And so I created the deconstructionnetwork.com and it's completely free. And what it does is it helps you find other people in your local area that are going through a similar journey. Now you're not gonna be on exactly the same page, you're not gonna believe exactly the same thing, but you're gonna be on the same trajectory. And that can be so life-changing, having someone that you can connect with, you know, meet up at the pub, you know, laugh, cry, um, whatever that looks like, um, can be such a huge thing in this journey. And so if you're going through deconstruction, if you're going through these radical shifts of faith, and you would love to connect with someone um, who kinda of knows what you're going through, the network.com is a great resource. It's completely free. So do check it out. If you love what I'm doing here with the show, with the Deconstruction Network, with the Grace Course, talking to people for hours on end on Instagram that are going through deconstruction, whatever it is, I do it for free. Um, it's my full-time job. I give my absolute all to this um if you want to be a part of that if you want to um, support what i'm doing you can become a patreon um you can search phil drysdale on patreon or you can go to phil slash partner um and for as little as five dollars a month you can just make a huge difference honestly it makes a big big difference i know it sounds like a small amount but it, it can be a big amount when you when you live off it um and so for as little as $5 a month, um, you'll get to be a part of uh, my private discussion group. We, we have chats in and out every day um, about deconstruction, about how we're going through these journeys, about our faith. Um, and also there's a monthly Zoom call with me and, and other people like me as well, um, which is great fun. Anyway, that's enough for a rambling intro. Let's get stuck in to Rob Bell, everyone. Hey, hey. Hello. How is it going,
1: Rob? Good. You're Phil?
0: I am Phil. It is great to meet you. Um, I think we've (laughs) met once in Lincoln, UK. Um, You did a weekend with uh, Pete Rollins. I think we met in passing. Um, I did. But uh, yeah, that was a phenomenal weekend for me. So uh,
1: good. Where are you today? What city are you in?
0: We're in just outside Manchester. So just yeah.
1: outside manchester just we anyways. are
0: in the hot spot of uh, covid of uk so we're like the only place that's still unlocked then so <laughs> really yeah i mean i think it's still i mean compared to what you guys are going through over in the states we're we're doing great you know so <laughs>
1: yes you um you
0: have a government uh <laughs> we're working on getting rid of it it seems but uh or whatever i don't know yeah
1: <laughs> you ha- you actually have leaders
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We're, it feels like we're two steps forward, one step back. If that's the case, we're currently in yes. the one step back season. But uh, we are moving forward. We are growing. We are evolving. We are moving in the right direction. So,
1: oh, good I for you. I firmly believe. Good. I wonder uh, what that's like. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I yeah. We'll see. <laughs>
0: I have great hopes for the U.S. Um, deep down good. somewhere. When I, as long as I'm not reading the news. Yes, exactly. How are you doing today? You excited for your book coming out in just a few days, right? Is it next,
1: yes. next Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Only a few people have read it, so... Well, i love it. So. I love it. I, I just started doing the interviews, and I, I love hearing what what people are want to talk about. It's been really fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, i got to say, I remember um, I contacted your agent and was like, I'd love to have Rob on the show. I... Just to give you a kind of overview of what I do, I help people that are going through deconstructions of faith, evolutions of faith, reconstructions of faith, whatever language, church refugees, nomads, all these different terms get thrown around. And I help people doing that. So I'd love to have a conversation with Rob. And she was like, well, why don't you like read his latest book and, you know, talk to him about that. And I, I remember thinking, ah, that's great, but I don't want to talk about a specific topic. I want to talk about Rob's life. And I remember picking up your book because I didn't I wasn't tracking with what you were doing. I've kind of just taken three, four months off of any media, including podcasts. And so I didn't know what your book was about. And I was like, I've seen the every everything is spiritual videos. And I'm like, I'd really love what I really want is like a biography or something like that. And I remember getting about two, maybe about a quarter of the way through your book. And I'm like, I think this thing's a biography. It's not getting into like, you know, we're not, we're not leaving Rob's life much. You know, we are really in the meat of this. And I just was so happy. Cause honestly um, as much as I personally have been deeply impacted by your teachings, it's in the moments that you have shared your journey and the, the, the way that you have navigated through those things um, that have so deeply resonated with me and felt mm. and given me permission to grow and to do, um, what I feel I'm called to do in this world mm. and, and to engage Wonderful. with that. everything is spiritual. So I love the book. Wonderful. I absolutely was delighted to, to read it. And so um, I think it's great. really, really great.
1: Oh, I love that. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's beautiful. And so, I mean, there's so much we could talk about with the book and, um, um, but I do have a few ideas, given the nature of my audience, that it might be really interesting to go if you're if you're well, you go, or, to... we'll go
1: wherever you want to go.
0: OK, I'm excited. So the, the majority of people listening, watching this are going to, um, generally speaking, be in this place of deep uncertainty, kind of stepping out of some conventional form of Christianity, probably wanting to hold on to the person of Jesus, maybe some of the tradition of Christianity, but deeply rejecting a lot of that. On some level, Uh, maybe in a season of atheism, agnosticism, whatever that might look like. Um, And I think for most people going on that journey, that's a really terrifying um, season initially. And and in my experience, most people get through that and start to really enjoy going on that journey and and find some exciting adventuring kind of spirit within it. Um, It feels like when... People observe Rob Bell going through these uh, radical changes of faith, or at least re um, or, or fresh expressions of what you believe. Um, it seems like you're absolutely loving that journey, enjoying the journey of just discovering what is spirituality. How can I express my spirituality? How can I be me on this earth? Has that always been the case? I, re- I remember reading through your book and going, this guy seems to be having a pretty good time f- for someone that's going through like radical change in faith. In my experience, most people, at least at some point go, Holy shit, what's happening? I'm going to die. Which way's up? You know, it, there's no God, but if there is a God, <laughs> he's going to burn me or whatever. Did you ever go through kind of intense seasons, maybe a season of doubting am I heading in the right direction? You know, we talk all about directionality within your book. Um, you know, you're moving in this direction. Did you ever
1: doubt the direction you were that's moving? That's funny. In? You just said directionality. I've never heard that word. I don't know
0: if that's a word. It might not be
1: one. <laughs> I think you just might have made a word up. I love it so. though. Um, so <laughs> it won't be the last time I use it, probably. <laughs> um, what a great question. You know, my parents. I'm trying to think how to say it. My parents were intellectually restless. Mm. So, so curious they were always reading and discussing things so taking in the world and reading and listening to other what how other people saw the world was just like baked into the world I grew up in Mm. so it wasn't strange to be reading something or thinking about something you hadn't thought of before it was not like a protect yourself against the new at all costs.
2: Right. Okay.
1: So I think if I go back that far um, and then I think I honestly, when I became a pastor and I started reading the Bible and like in the Psalms, the absence, it's as much about the absence of the divine as the presence. Mm. So what's interesting, it sounds like you're talking, a lot of the people that you're talking to, are having these experiences of alienation within their tradition and leaving that tradition, not aware that their tradition has a tradition of alienation. Mm. Um, So even like you take the Psalms, there's a pattern there, an ancient pattern of orientation, disorientation, reorientation. Um, And most institutions, tribes, traditions, even family systems don't teach you don't equip people with the very real fact that you may grow and evolve and keep going. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you're an institution, if you're an institution, you don't keep the donations coming in by telling people you may outgrow this. Sure, Um, absolutely. That's not a good way to go. (laughs) So so in my experience, what I observed is lots and lots of people were taught, thought they were being taught a vital, healthy, authentic, spiritual vision for life. But, what was completely left out was the actual growth that may lead you into new spaces, yeah um, and previous beliefs or structures or patterns of thinking may be rendered completely irrelevant by a new experience in the world um, yeah. so so for a lot of people, what they were taught is faith they were they were taught like a tiny, tiny little sliver over here and then told it was the whole thing, yeah. Um, you think about a long tradition of uh, mysticism, care for the earth, um, all, of the prof- all of the prophets warning about a widening gap between rich and poor, um, the presence of the sacred feminine going back thousands and thousands mm. of years. Uh, so many ideas that are considered now like new or fresh or even like progressive are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of years old, central mm. to the book of Leviticus is how is a society properly arranged? How is it ordered in such a sustainable way that it's proper care for the earth, proper care for the vulnerable? Um, These were like basic ideas. So I think some some of it for me was, I found the scriptures and reading the scriptures in context and the history of where these stories came from. Honestly, in like my mid twenties, when when it, when I began to go through all of the sort of taking it all apart, I had this awareness that what I was doing wasn't strange
2: mm-hmm.
1: and those feelings of like i I just think they remember driving in one Sunday morning to give a sermon and realizing i i I don't even believe in the in like some God somewhere who's like running the show, and it was Easter Sunday. I remember it was Easter Sunday thinking. <laughs> traditionally i'm like to make a case for a guy running working right and just being like come on, this is like i just i remember simply different funny. phases where i would just be like taking apart something or i would like i would be like examining it or i would just be like that's just ridiculous i could see it yeah and yeah. it's like you could see it in a new way like what all these people are gathering so i can tell them that so and yeah so there were there definitely were moments yeah. of like What is this? What are we doing here? What is this? Um, And that it's all normal. This is what I would, for all your listeners, it's completely normal.
2: Mm. Yeah, It's
1: completely normal. And for so many people, these God ideas are wrapped up in politics and economics and family systems, maybe employment, Um, marriages, if they actually say what they're thinking, can the other person... um, if, if you look across the ages, people who woke up, it often led to massive disruptions yeah. in their yeah. life. Huge. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they so, so I, that is all, um, like, I love that story. Jacob wrestles the angel and then mm-hmm. he, his hip is injured and he walks away limping. Um, but he's had an experience of the divine, mm. but he's limping, yeah, but he's yeah, more yeah. alive than ever, but he's limping. Um, yeah. So you, so, uh, I don't think a lot of people were taught that they were, they were taught you'll have it difficult because those people out there won't, you'll take a stand and those people out there will persecute you or marginalize it. No, 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 no. It, it, it's, it's the the people maybe you were once closest to yeah. that's where the um, the religious leaders killed Jesus,
0: yeah no absolutely <laughs> I think that's, the, that's literally the thing that people I'm most scared of I think yes. when I'm interacting with people mm-hmm. and they're going. I'm really scared because I don't know how my partner will react. I don't yes. know how yeah. I'll yeah. interact with my kids anymore, or my parents might kick me out my house. Right. You know, maybe they're a teenager right. going, uh, "I gotta wait to 18 before I can I make this decision." Yes. Um, yes, or whatever it is. You know, my community, my family, my friends. I mean, some people are completely. I mean, if you are fairly fundamental, and and it doesn't take much to be a fundamental enough for you to go, okay, we're done with you. You can't be here anymore. Right. You can't be right. around. Right. Right. Um, did you ever have that in the back of your head as you were going on? So you're going to church Easter Sunday and you're thinking, eh, old man in the sky, not really sure about that concept, really. Do we really believe that? Did you ever sit there and go, huh, my day's numbered here? Like, or, or, you know, oh, yeah, you, you yeah, dropped yeah, yeah. Love Wins, right? Long before, long be, you, you're putting that trailer together, John Piper's like warming up his thumbs, you know, ready to go. Did you, before that, that dropped, right? Before you're trending, before it all kicks <laughs> off, is there a thing of you going... Uh, people aren't going to like me questioning hell. that's a big one. That's their big stick. You know, that's their, 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 yeah. their, their bargaining chip, you know, to get people in, D- you know, did you ever the, wrestle with that dynamic? You know,
1: you know, in the book I talk about real I, I was following it where it leads and suddenly there was this large institution mm. around me and Kristen and my wife, Kristen and I would talk about, you got to keep following me. And I noticed, um, I tell them the book about observing other pastors who would tell me about stuff they was reading. They were reading, that was lighting them up and they would say these things like, yeah, but I can't tell anybody in my church that I'm reading that. Mm. And so it was like, they were split. It was like their, that was like their Sunday persona, which kept the money coming in and kept them their job. And then there was this, their actual like hunger, and yeah. thirst and what was actually lighting them up yeah and i do just distinctly remember in my late 20s coming to this realization that i i i couldn't live split hmm. and kristen and i had this sense we we follow this where it goes and we had this joke between us from spinal tap about i could sell shoes <laughs> at the end he's like oh you are you you know you just size in um i remember we had a, we had a running joke. Well, then I'll just sell shoes. Um, because I had just seen this thing where people split.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, uh, I remember somebody telling me, you know, what the made the dominant question of the new Testament is and being like, wait, what? And they were like, Oh, who is my family? Mm. And, um, I was so struck with the, in the new testament these people are awakening to something and so they have these new bonds with others who are awakening to it Mm. um so yeah i i think early on i was just like this is how it it works so it it never felt brave or courageous or like i was no it just felt like well this is where it goes Mm. And it didn't feel like I was going away or stepping away. It never felt like I was leaving the tradition. It always felt like we were going we were going farther into the center. You mentioned sure. um, my book, Love Wins. Mm. If somebody has a problem with that book, they have a problem with the Jesus tradition. Like I wasn't, there's nothing new in that book. Right.
2: So all Even within I think orthodoxy.
1: In the, <laughs> I swear within the, I think it's in the intro to that book. I say there's nothing new sure. in this i'm not saying anything like this isn't like some radical this isn't some departure um radical simply is means root um so honestly phil that's it felt it just felt like we were going into the center like following it i remember reading meister eckhart 12th century mystic being like oh like like I'd stumble into these streams Mm. that would oh there wasn't any question I was asking that wasn't present in the tradition or in other traditions where I would could find oh people have named this this isn't strange sure um you know what I mean (laughs) like Yeah, yeah like in the Hindu tradition they have a trinitarian godhead and they have language for creativity um human beings have been naming this experience that we're having here mm. um, for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years or rumi yeah. the 12th century sufi mystic I, um you you just come to realize you're part of this long human tradition of yeah naming these great mysteries and following them and allowing them to transform you you know what i mean so yeah absolutely so that so the answer to the question is there was always a sense that i was oh there's a larger cloud of witnesses here
0: Mm. yeah 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 no that's beautiful i mean
1: it it does feel
0: like um i often think of you know um something like ken wilbur or you know spiral dynamics these kind of concepts of you i love uh, I, i know i i've picked up through the few things that I've listened to you, where you talk about these kind of evolving dynamics, I'm like, sure. "Oh, Rob loves Ken Wilber." Um, you, but Ken and I get together and talk. Oh, you serious? We'll
1: go. Last time, I think we went three hours without oh coming up for
0: God. air. Jealousy. I'm. I mean, I'm already like experiencing like mad, kind of like fandom, kind of moment <laughs> of I get to speak to Rob Bell, and I'm like, "Oh my God, well, Rob
1: Bell gets to speak to Ken." Like, <laughs> imagine, imagine me. <laughs> to me getting to speak to ken wilber <laughs> that's it yes.
0: oh there's people but I, but I think of these kind of concepts you know the and include and all that but yes. it's it's, yes. it's it's not that we're departing from where we came from possibly if we learn to include i think that's a big part is integrating yes. our past
1: yeah
0: um, yeah but there rarely is the tradition that has been transcended that sees itself included in where the the the, the pioneer goes if that makes sense you're very quickly going you didn't come from this you're you're you know or if you did come from this you're certainly not still a part of this um and i i guess i i'm intrigued by this i use this analogy a lot you are like one of my favorite analogies um where i look at the interviews that you did when you brought, brought love wins and you having these conversations with people that Um, And it's really important when we talk about these kind of hierarchical, you know, transcendings, it's never that you're morally superior to anyone else, but it is that you maybe have grown up to have a different type of conversation, a different level of conversation. You're talking PhD maths to someone in high school, right? Or you're in high school talking to a toddler about maths, like these are different concepts. It's not that a high school student is better than a toddler um, or that a PhD student is better than a high, Correct. high school person. Correct. But there is this inability to, to connect on some level. And, and I often use the analogy of watching you kind of get thrown into these studios or whatever. And they're like, all right, we've got Rob Bell and we've got some generic kind of, um conventional (laughs) christian conservative fundamental gospel coalition whatever it is and we're going to give them both three minutes to state their points and then we'll see who wins and i could just see this setup and i'm like oh
1: by the way by the way we're not going to tell rob bell ahead of time that this is a setup we're going to tell him that it's a different thing yeah, yeah, I remember
0: this story again and again where you were like lured in. This guy loves yourself, he's a big fan. But like, you can just see this moment of like, oh shit, Rob's going to lose this conversation regardless of how well he puts his point because he's not able to communicate on the level that the other person is you know the other person is just not able to have a conversation at a level you're not able to explore contextualizing on that level you're not able to look at historical relevance you're not able to see the scripture as a trajectory rather than a static point um, you know when people see scripture as a static they're they're constantly pulling everyone backwards right that's a big theme of your book is like you know that there is a trajectory to this and we need to be looking where does the trajectory pointing do, do you, why do you do it? What, why do you know? Is there an element where you are going, when was well, the last time I did, when was I, the last I, time? I guess that probably has been a while since I've seen you do these kind of interviews. Have, have you eight, got to the eight point, years, really, nine years. So have you got to the point where you're like, it's just yeah, not yeah, I think, worth I think we're having right. that conversation or is it worth having these conversations? Cause I, I again, I'm well, thinking the people your watching there's- this- they've got all their family, their friends, they're at Thanksgiving, and people are like, well, we've not seen you at church for a few weeks, you know, or whatever it is. Um, I saw that Facebook post you posted or whatever. And they're left in that same situation that you're in, right? There's no mass audience, millions of people watching, you know, it's maybe not as um, deeply uh, dangerous. um, But it's still like, oh, shit, how do I have a conversation with, right? How does a high school student have a conversation with a toddler about maths? um and, 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 and again there's no it's not about moral support priority. it's not about being better than the person yeah. it's about being more grown up in this spiritual yeah so path.
1: so uh, that's a great question what a really great question i mean i would start with you don't have to have any conversations you don't want to have you don't owe anybody anything mm. uh, there's lots of things i just don't do i i would imagine whatever conversations you're referring to i'm trying to think the last one 2012 maybe Right. 2013, maybe. Um, And I distinctly remember a couple thinking, these aren't actually, and let's go back to your word conversation. They're not actually conversations. Mm. You're, um, I became aware you're brought in in order to solidify the the egoic structures of the people who brought you in. Mm. You're not being brought in in a spirit of curiosity and exchange. So I think I just, Started to become much more aware over the past maybe a decade ago. Like, oh, there are energetic exchanges here. And you just simply don't have to participate in exchanges that don't have a point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, use, absolutely. No. You could just not be at the holiday dinner. Mm. Like, you can just, or you can just um not have that conversation. If you do choose to have the conversation, you can laugh. You can just, um, if you want to do it, you can, you can laugh your way through like, oh my goodness, that's funny that you always bring that up. Um, What is it? You can ask the other person questions. So Mm. you just decide I'm going to ask them questions. Mm. Um, You can also just always smile and say, I'm just taking it more seriously than ever. Mm. No, this is not because I wandered away. Yeah, This is because I've taken this more seriously than ever. Yeah. Um, and you can ask yourself questions. Am I more alive than ever? Am I more loving than ever? Am, am I more committed to giving my best self to the world? Yeah. So um, there's like, you'll know things by their fruit. And that's ancient wisdom right there. So sometimes with people, um, some people don't want to understand. So like to your listeners, I would say, do these people even remotely want to understand? Yeah. Because you don't owe anybody anything.
2: Mm.
1: And genuine curiosity, you always know. Soul knows that. Because sometimes people, they'll pull you aside and be like, honestly, could you tell me more? Or they'll ask you a question and you realize they're actually asking a question. Right. And you just know. They, they see you and your jailbreak speaks to them. Yeah. They, they go, oh, you did something that I, it's not working for me and you seem to have done something very significant. And can you tell me? You, you just know. You just yeah. know. I always say they come Nicodemus style. They come at night. Yeah. Um, and you got all the time in the world For those folks yeah but otherwise um a sort of grilling the number of people i'm shocked at the number of people who will share with me this sort of angst and then they will tell me that it's happening on facebook what are you doing on facebook right what do you you read the comment section on youtube (laughs) what do you like you this is this is on you like what are you doing this is not the place Um, This is not the place to have any of these sort of, or this need to publicly proclaim that they aren't where they are Mm. is very, it's actually very immature and childish. Sure. Uh, this need to like, let everybody know that they have left whatever and they're now, that's actually just, it's the same ego structure, just swapping out. It's the same rigid fundamentalism they're claiming to be released from. Well, you mentioned so, this in
0: your book, and I wanted to talk about this, because I'd love your thoughts on this. Um, but you talked about, you know, basically letting go of one fundamentalism for another. And we see yes, this yes. all the time. We see it in yeah, our yeah. politics, we see it in our religion, we see it yeah, in all the yeah. things. Um, and I guess you struck the nail on the head, I, th- I think, personally, when you talked about immaturity. Um, and I think it is about these kind of you shift in these stages of psychological development. So we grow and we we evolve and we start going, oh, maybe this isn't, you know, about safety and certainty and security. And, you know, maybe it isn't about sacrificing myself for the greater goods of the group. Maybe there's something about having my own personal journey. And then maybe we grow again and we think, well, actually, maybe there is something about groups and, you know, we're constantly growing. But it feels like in those early stages of growth, of change, we we become missionaries. You know, we're like look, everyone, you're all wrong. Because we kind of, I don't know if we see ourselves or it's a bit yeah. of like, you know, yeah, some yeah, work yeah. to kind of fight that inner yeah. shame or whatever yeah. it is. But do you think there's, because when you talk about, we we have to avoid switching one fundamentalism for another. Do you think we can avoid that? Or do you think we can just work to be growing through that quicker yes. or?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You own every square inch of your story. Mm. So like, uh, like if I were to meet somebody who's, running as fast as they can away from some very strict or whatever rigid upbringing, I would simply say to them, uh, do you have a sense of right and wrong? Yeah. Do you brush your teeth before you go to bed? Yeah. Do you have a sense of moral compass? Yeah. Do you have a sense of, uh, sometimes postpone gratification and discipline is, is the best path? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Where'd you get that? Cause you got that somewhere some stage of development yeah and it, it those are the very things that you were given in that exact environment that also gave you a number of other things that don't work anymore but there's some good in there so you, so you are who you are because some of that good in there worked on you so the the sort of repulsion against one's past yeah um there's actually some things in there that shape you in some good ways in addition yeah. to things that of course you're going to leave behind um, So it's. To transcend and include is to own every square inch of it and uh, it worked on you and there's some good that that did in addition to the stuff that um, didn't work on you in such good ways but that's often the thing and so the art then is to not allow your newfound enlightenment to become an obstacle to other people's Mm. yeah probably as a general rule just quieter. Just, just go about doing your work in the world.
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) No need to announce all of this. We get it. People will get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let all that energy be, be converted into energy to do whatever it is you're here to do. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's like, you got a lot of marinade for a while. Whatever the new idea, the new insight, or the new step, you gotta live with it for a while.
0: Yeah. No, that's beautiful. See what it is. I love it.
1: See where it goes, see what it does. Um, um, and this is just a long game we're playing here. Yeah. Um, but there's sometimes a knee jerk. Somebody is so happy to have been set free from whatever that is that it's almost like a repulsion for their earlier self. But you have to be kind and loving for your earlier self. Mm. Um, and nobody is ever galvanized or catalyzed to step forward because somebody shamed them for the place that they're at. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> it, we're seduced. We're wooed into new ways of being. Um, somebody who just keeps telling you that you don't get it and you don't see it and you're not, that's not actually how our hearts are transformed.
0: No. Somebody
1: lives in a way that is alluring, that moves us. They have some grounded, centered something and we, we want some of that. That's how it works.
0: No, absolutely. I I guess, I mean, this is what fascinates me when I look at um, the world I'm in, the bubble I'm in is words can 't describe um, but it's it is full of a lot of that anger, frustration, grief, you know all sorts of stuff, the loss of God, the loss of community, the loss of certainty, um, and anger as well of like i've been a lot of people are you know walking through legitimate forms of trauma through Whatever that might be, certain types of teaching that have influenced them in a certain way, maybe something like hell or whatever. People, I talk to people that I haven't believed in hell for 12 years, and yet frequently I wake up in the middle of the night, me and my wife have to change the bed sheets because they're so soaked with sweat because I'm having night terrors about mm. hell I don't believe in, you know? And so some of these people are so upset, so angry, so frustrated um, that it is, I mean, I, I get it. Like it's a really hard thing to navigate. Um, what what did you find helped you let go of those kind of like egoistic kind of uh tendencies that kind of centering of like the you know we all have it we all don't want to look at our past self and think oh what an idiot you know we'd rather just kind of subconsciously put that down and project it onto someone else and go look at those idiots um like I know that you talked about, I mean, there's so many bits within your book and, and your journey of um, some ego death, you know, which is always good. and maybe speaks quite a bit about your humility and your journey. Um, but I know that you Non-stop. talk.
1: Non-stop.
0: About... Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but is there, is there things that people that are listening to this going, yeah, like I, I can resonate with it. I can see the truth of what Rob's saying there. And that, that is a more beautiful way. And I can see how, me yelling at my old church going you're a bunch of racists you know or whatever probably isn't going to change that church i can see that but i can't get rid of that that anger that frustration that pain that whatever like is there things that you what is the anger or
1: frustration what is it what is it with or for Mm. um that's to me the question like um Because, because this person who's soaked the sheets,
2: Mm.
1: something within them resisted those, those teachings. Something within them said, no, this is not the path Mm. to be transformed by love. And something with them set that down and walked away from it. And the people around them stayed there. Um, So whenever somebody has walked away from something that they grew up in and you ask them, well, are the whatever, friends, family, fellow students, neighbors, do they all still see the world that same way? Yes. Okay. So something within you was surrounded by a system that told you this is how the world works, but something within you didn't buy it. And the system rewarded you for falling in line and penalized you for crossing lines and leaving. Mm. And yet something within you was so strong that you stepped away, Mm. So, what is that thing within you? What is that inner knowing? What is that Christ wisdom? That that whatever that is, that's strong. That you would trust it. And what is yeah. it about your spinal fortitude that you would trust? You would trust that knowing against all of the external signs and forces around you, insisting that you stay exactly where you were. Sure. You see how that turns it all around? Yeah, it does. It's and instead of how it? could I ever been, how could I ever have been part of that thing that did that, that you said the anger against whatever that church, um, wait, 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 no, 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 no. There is some spirit within you mm. that knows and is willing to follow that inner knowing where it leads despite penalties of every sort. Mm. That's Interesting. That's compelling. Yeah. That's mysterious. Let's talk about that. Mm. So if I were talking to your hypothetical, actual people, you know, hypothetical, <laughs> I, I always take them to that. Yeah. And then I would simply say, so what are you hearing now? Mm. What's next? Um, so you can tell me that you, you've you walked away from God and all of the scripture, uh, uh, spirit and all that. Fine. Yeah, fine. Sure. But, but it looks to me like there's something guiding you. Yeah. Something telling you the truth. Yeah. um, So let's talk about that. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that tradition is so corrupted, you need a new tradition or lineage that has different language for it. Okay, fine. Mm. Fine. Then, then do that. Like you're free. Yeah. Like, let's now just lower... Yeah the blood let's just lower the tension let's lower the pressure um you're here on this ball of rock hurtling through space at sixty-seven thousand miles an hour um uh, 13 billion years ago there was a big bang what so um let's just relax a bit and i i especially people like you said who are traumatized and hurt and Mm -hmm. angry when i ask them so you're still part of that no they're like almost outraged that i would say so you're still a part of it mm. no that's interesting
0: yeah but in yeah. some ways they are very much still part of it. it's the old yeah. um, it's the monks crossing the river right carrying women. one doesn't right. put them down that kind of Carry idea the
1: so, so then i would say to the person you you trusted this and you followed it so now let's keep trusting it and keep following it what mm. do you want to do with your life? where do you want to live yeah. what do you want to do do you uh what is it that brings you joy? Um, do you want to live in the mountains? Do you want to live by the sea? Do you want to live in the city? Do you want to drive a small car? Do you want to take the subway? What, what do you want to do? you want to take the subway? Do you want to ride a bike? Like, um, What kind of life do you want to make? Yeah. Let's, that's just a much more interesting discussion. Yeah,
0: no, it's, it's, it's phenomenally <laughs> beautiful. And looking at, so one of the things I do is I work a lot with research in this area of this group of people oh, in the church. And so I'm working with a UK company with research because I'm not a researcher and I wouldn't trust me with any data, um, but I'm fascinated by it. I, I'm basically a tiny version of Facebook. Don't trust me with your data. Um, but um, <laughs> gathering all this data and you look at it and, and there's 2,700 people leaving the US church every day, every day, 2,700, and they're never going back to church. But off that group, 78% say, but I still hold to some form of spirituality. And that to me speaks volumes. It's not that people are chucking in their faith or faith entirely or spirituality. But I guess the 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 problem that people have is they don't have... Um, They've grown up in this world where spirituality was this little like rule book just given to you. And even that, it's like, well, don't read it for yourself. You know, make sure you read it and just maybe check in the commentary that you are reading that so you know how to read it. Or, you know, make sure you double check with the pastor, what he says it means. Or And we come out of that and go, no, there is something beating through this universe. There's something in me, there's something in you, and there's something about it being the same thing, whatever the heck that is, that's grabbing people but they oh, yeah. lose that compass. Um, and I think that's what's so beautiful about what you are working in doing in revealing and helping people with. I guess what I'm pointing or, or wanting you to point to, I'm, I'm asking a very lead, leading question, is, I mean, how do you define what spirituality is and how do you help people explore that for themselves when they've, when they've never really had a, a large measure of freedom in doing that? that spirituality has been a very kind of black and white closed kind of option. A, mm. a play, it's a playground, right? And suddenly that someone lets the kid out and goes, actually, you can play outside the playground if you want. Um, but you don't know what to do. Like what the heck am I supposed to do outside the playground? Where's the slides? There's no slides, you know, <laughs> we have to get yeah. creative to make a slide.
1: Yeah. I would, I would first help them get rid of the word supposed. Mm. Um, in our family, we, we can we, we don't should on ourselves like Kristen has this great yeah we don't should there's no should in here so let's get rid of should and supposed mm-hmm. um so there's really basic things like being in your body whatever it is uh, let's move from having an adversarial relationship with the body to this body is home mm-hmm. so let's assume it's on your side by the way all issues of environment environmental earth care Um, if people don't have a sense of being at home in their own body and caring for their own body, well, how would they ever understand caring for the earth? Mm. So oftentimes the environmental movement, it's wonderful. in getting people to understand the climate crisis is the absolute crisis of the utmost urgency. And yet oftentimes you're asking people to understand something that they don't understand in terms of this body, like their actual body. Um, So how do you feel at home in your own body? How do you learn to listen to your inner knowing, also called intuition, Mm. also called spirit? Um, How do you, these are all the very practical questions of life. Um, What is it, if you look back over your life, when were those moments that you had some sense that you were caught up in something bigger than yourself, that this was Mm. somehow your path? What was it that you were doing healing organizing repairing fixing teaching creating what what is that you see what i mean like
0: yeah absolutely. i would just
1: start with all sorts of questions these are all the yeah. questions of life um, yeah. because spiritual life is life that's the point of yeah. everything is spiritual like this is all the depth of life and mm-hmm. and secondly then by spiritual most people now i mean it's been somewhat in fashion this sort of reductionist materialism we're all mm-hmm. just a collection of cells and synapses. this 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 felt very fresh and sort of ooh, science um for a while there you know what i mean oh come on it's just your brain's just cooking up those chemicals that make you feel that way there is no um but that's starting to be shown for the naivete that it is
2: mm. there's something yeah, yeah. more
1: going on there's something more going on here there's some depth there's some mystery that can't be summarized by the latest ted talk yeah um so so what do you call that and then that's why there's an ancient tradition of thousands of years of people talking about this Mm. Um, and now it just becomes the 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 enjoyment of how did people name it Um, yeah so even even the jesus tradition takes place within a larger human exploration of how do you name this what do you call it where does it lead? What, what are the patterns? So orientation, disorientation, reorientation, there are all these ancient patterns all around us. Um, mm. There are interior experiences, exterior experiences. There are objective experiences, subjective experiences. There are individual experiences. There are communal experiences. <laughs> we can go all day on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so okay. I would, for people, anybody who's like, but it's so wide open, where do I even start? I know. Mm. Can you, I know. I know that's why some of us find this experience we're having here thoroughly riveting and intoxicating because so even like a some meditation contemplative prayer some practice of grounding yourself in the you who is the witness to the you who is the witness to you it's just some practice of who are you and what are you doing here and yeah. Yeah. Just, sure. yeah. You see, I'm, it's, it's, trying, I'm trying to paint it as fun and surprising and interesting and compelling and, yeah. um, anxiety, your anxieties and your angst aren't to be eliminated. They're to be listened to. They're, they're telling you sure. something. Yeah. Restlessness, restlessness is your soul saying, Hey, Hey, there's some new creation that wants to be birthed mm.
0: here. Yeah. That's beautiful. I, I think, um, the, the trouble I, I certainly had in my initial um, – I've always kind of found it fun and exciting. So I, don't, I, I struggle because I talk yes, to hundreds of people, thousands of people that 98% of them are going, oh, my God, I'm having an existential crisis, and I'm going to like – just like, why do I even exist? Like, I'm so terrified. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I found that really <clears throat> fun. I found that yeah, exhilarating, no, oh, yeah. right? Right, right, right. Um, like I take psychedelics, have a like ego death experience. And I'm like, God, that was the worst thing I've ever experienced. I can't wait for that to happen again one day. Like that's my response where most people I know are like, Jesus, now I know what ego death is, I'm, I'm out. Um, like, but that's just my idea. I don't know what that is. I'm not naturally optimistic or anything. I'm a quite pessimistic guy. I don't know what that is, but I do know that for me, one of the problems I had with this sudden expanse of playground, a field of like, go have fun, like follow your intuition. A lot of my um, intuition was clouded by my experience. So we talk about, oh, learn to be in your body. Trust your body. I'm like, well, I've got 25 years of your body is evil and sinful right. and you really better right. not trust your heart. Right, right, right Also right. some teaching on like how your heart actually knows better or, you know, like weird teachings that were like, you know, we had to figure out which ones are which. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of stuff in there that is you know like don't take psychedelics i'm pretty sure it's somewhere in the bible definitely right or um, people going oh i found i just had kevin Garcia, who's like um a queer theologian but is into witchcraft and tarot readings and stuff and just going i'm finding jesus and christianity exploring that through like tarot cards and i'm like huh i guarantee early on in this journey that would not have been something i would have looked on the list and gone oh i'll explore that one i would have been like oh my god that's yeah. scary um, yeah. And I guess it's, it's a weird one following your intuition, following like that kind of like that drawing, when on some level you have um, been on a very fundamental level told not, not to believe that, but also sure. it's probably even wired to lie to you, in a sense. So you're wired to go, okay, I can't trust my body. Or I shouldn't trust being embodied and being present. Meditation, isn't that demonic? Isn't that emptying your mind? Or whatever Christian, (laughs) um, uh, you know, some conventional Christians have taught, you know? Wow, Um, that yeah, that's that's amazing. Do do you have thoughts on how to navigate learning to trust that inner voice, intuition, the spirit, um, when also aware that on some level that inner voice has been indoctrinated into us to
1: hold us back from that journey on some level? Yeah. First off, sometimes you might need structure. Mm. So just this sort of squishy, just see where it goes, man. Um, You might need structure. Mm. So you might need 12 steps. Lots of people find the structure of 12 steps incredibly helpful because it gives uh, like a direction. A lot of people find therapy, psychoanalysis, incredibly helpful. Because there's like a guide who's going to help you. Okay, so we're going to go back through your childhood. Let's just uh, take apart some of those traumas, the traumas that seem to be still speaking. Let's let's, uh, go in there, see what's there. So um, it's important to point out that sometimes the the answer isn't just a free flowing, hey man, we'll see. Sometimes it's like structure. Uh, And then secondly, I would say, sometimes you ask, what's my most what's my most pressing question and then you become a student so who writes about this where 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 is the body of where is the collective wisdom on this mm. so where is the collective wisdom on um quieting the mind um you can you you can find these things do you know what i mean so i often yeah, just absolutely the the it can get really vague and ambiguous so i would often just ask the person Well, what, uh, is it stress, worry, tension, anxiety? What, like, what's the thing? What do you want? There's this great line where Jesus asks a man, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? Um, so sometimes desire is the way in. Mm. Like, what do you want? I want to have a sense that I'm whatever it is. Okay, well, good. Then let's give ourselves to this question. Um, I, I have a friend right now who's been going through this massive transformation because he grew up in this very rigid system and so he just keeps his has this pattern of replacing he just keeps looking for the new guru Mm -hmm. so so we have been working over the past year to just help free him so he's freeing himself from the idea that there's a some guru who has what he needs Yeah. Um, So every time he comes across this, if I could, if someone would just, oh, wait, let me be calm, quiet, still, see if I already have it. Um, The kingdom of God's within you. And just watching him radically transform before my eyes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. So so, as opposed to this, this vague, generally your life is already speaking to you. Mm -hmm. There's some angst. There's some question. There's some, there's something where you're like, I would love people with kids like I would love to be less anxious about my kids okay great good let's make that the door in and away we go
0: yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah and what more spiritual and profound and seeking love is there to be loving your kids and being less anxious yes yes so as
1: opposed to this sort of abstract wide open I i I think we are, I think the divine meets us in very specific places in our lives.
2: Mm.
1: And most people, you give them 10 seconds of quiet. Where's the itch? Where's the angst? I do these sessions where, um, um, I meet with people. We'll zoom now because of coronavirus. Uh, and the question is, what are you working on? And what is the nature of the stuckness? Yeah. So people just tell me what they're working on. They do it in like three minutes and here's how I'm stuck. And then we just dance and we just go and we watch them get unstuck. Um, But we end up endlessly. It's their book, it's their business, it's their project, it's their whatever. But inevitably we get into their life. We get into their past. We get into, Mm. um, but like it's a point where we meet and then, and always I, I get to watch as the person sees what the next step is. They see how that relates to the earlier steps. Um, so that's like one one, like very everyday practical way. It's just where are you stuck? Okay, what is the nature of the stuckness, and uh, becomes a door into a whole new world. It's
0: beautiful. That's really really beautiful, Rob. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat. Um, hours flown by. So we have um, uh, we can go a little longer. Are Are you good for time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Do a few what more before? at least. Let's do. Yeah. Yeah. Courses that's no, amazing so one of the <laughs> things I wanted to ask you about and and I'm sure it was unique for you um, as it's unique for everyone, but something that people uh, that I'm working with day in day out generally speaking is that they feel very lonely um there's there's a nature of you know if I am a Baptist Christian and then one day I'm like, yeah, I don't really like the Baptist thing, I'll do a charismatic. I can go all right well, I live in manchester u k I'll cross off all the Baptist churches on the map. Where's the charismatics? All right, I'll just work through them until I find a group and I'll go there. There's a dynamic where when people go, okay, I'm done with church or institutional church, or I'm done with this group or that group. And I don't really find myself in a group anymore, um, but we've lived our entire lives, most of us born and bred, right? Uh, you know, so we are in this community. We've lost the community suddenly. We've lost maybe even friends, family that we had outside of that, it's just gone. Um, when when you shifted gears, when you kind of went out of this community that you had developed and built over a gr- like huge period of time at Grand Rapids, right? It was Grand Rapids, Michigan. You were in with mm-hmm. yeah. You walked away from that. You kind of j- jumped towards California. By the way, reading how you talk about California makes me cry. Um, I literally was crying reading a bit because I lived in California for four years, and if I could, in any way, shape, or form, have some sort of US visa, I would live in California still. I love California. I know. Oh, and I was like, that's fantastic. You are- it's like reading my own like heart on a page. Um, so you, you oh, are lucky enough to be drawn back to this place that is just in your blood. It's in your soul. It's just, it's there. Um, but you are faced with a, huh, I don't have that same church community group of people
1: that I've had for the last kind of 10, 15 years. Well, we're, we're you- remember though, 10,000 people in a giant, former mall that doesn't necessarily mean a tight we did have some wonderful friends sure yeah that was like a that was like a spectacle right and we did have wonderful people that we were walking with but i i still talk to a number i can think of three of those close friends from that period of life that i that i still talk to on a regular basis
0: that's beautiful
1: so that's really good. Um, you find your the people you walk with in all sorts of fascinating ways. Yeah. And, and, and I'm jumping ahead to your, you probably had a question in there somewhere. But oh, I just ahead? usually it
0: takes me about an hour to find a question. I just talk until I hit. So this is if you can we'll find have. a question quicker, that'd be better.
1: Okay, so for a lot of the people, <laughs> the lot of people in your world, what you will discover is in your old world, you had these bonds, like, oh, we're all part of such and such community. But those are they claim to be very profound bonds. We're all fellow same religion. We're all bond, well, the bonds in Christ. Mm. But they were actually quite surface. Yeah. Because oftentimes they had a level of assumptions of, well, yeah, we all have these same structure. We have these intellectual dogmatic structures that we all apparently have assented to cognitively. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then that no longer works, and so it feels lonely. But then they will meet up with people who aren't wearing the same kit. Uh, Mm. (laughs) your word for jersey, people who don't have the same, and yet there is a bond there that is stronger than any of the previous bonds, yeah. Um, so consciousness is a stronger bonding than external religious affiliation mm. um caring for the same causes yeah um having had similar transcendent experiences of the divine mystery that are hard to put into words and resonating with somebody else who has that sense who's yeah. had similar you see what i mean yeah um, absolutely so you, absolutely. you'll just end up finding finding new bonds yeah and uh I just notice like my my work isn't done in in spaces that are labeled overtly religious or spiritual mm-hmm. and I don't ever hear somebody say what they are. I like I, I mean sometimes someone will say like uh, I'm sorry to be here, I'm a Buddhist. Sometimes people will say I'm a I used to be a Quaker and then I became a whatever which i mean i've heard everything under the sun sure once in a absolutely. while somebody will do that sort of external this is what i am but otherwise it's not even something people talk about yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i draw on my tradition and uh, i obviously the, the work that i do is rooted in a particular so i use those languages stories and such and yet lots of people have do not have that background that i am with at all yeah. and we all meet as humans yeah and we draw on the traditions that are, have informed us. Yeah. So I think you're you're seeing a massive reshuffling. You mentioned a statistic about people's affiliation with whatever. You're just seeing a massive mm-hmm. reshuffling because people are realizing there is a human connection that we all have. Yeah. There is this collective wisdom about the depth of this. Some of it's religion, some of it calls itself religion, some of it isn't. Um and those bonds are where it those are the bonds. Like, notice how you and I yeah. haven't done a whole dog sniffing. What are you? What are you? What do you believe? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah So, yeah. we have a very genuine connection, having met apparently for the second time. Um, <laughs> notice how we've been surfing the same wave now for almost an hour without a whole bunch of litmus tests mm. or correctness evaluations. Yeah. We just instantly met and locked in. Yeah. You notice that?
0: No, absolutely. So I, I didn't
1: need. I didn't need to know. I didn't need to make sure you were what whatever. Like correct, or if you were to be trusted. Like we just we just met at heart and soul and Yeah. Went for it. It's beautiful. And and it's and it's the way that like you go out the church and
0: you walk up to pretty much anyone on the street and, and on a grand scale, most people Will kind of click suddenly, right? You know, it's like I mean Manchester UK, unless you're a Man City fan and I'm a Man U fan, or we might have certain like, you know, lines yes. or whatever, but like on the whole, people know how to do this. You know, they they don't care of, oh, you're a butcher? Well, I'm a computer right. Tech and honestly, or
1: honestly, for a whole generation, I would well, maybe more of people who called themselves Christians, that mm. whole labeling ego structure actually got in the way of big time authentic human connection yeah well this is disorientation they're feeling good good to be disoriented for that and to rediscover people are people they don't need all to be from the get well you know so and so is nice but they're they don't know the lord oh like (laughs) hold on hold on hold on all of that sort of club language yeah whatever it is um yeah it didn't help us
0: yeah but I think it's still a big part for a lot of people, even on the other side. So this is something, I'll tell you a funny story. So one of the things that I had was I'd have people talk to me all the time and talk about this journey of, like, I feel quite lonely in it. I wish I had some people just to go to the pub with, to hang, have a coffee shop, to have over and have a yeah. meal with or whatever. And and they said like, but I can't find these people. So I set up a website and I said, look, you guys sign up, you put your name, your, your city, and you'll be a dot on a map and you can message people in your area. And I was like, done I have solved an international crisis on one website I was like I felt so proud of I was like this is it I've fixed it it's great perfect it's completely free you're good to go guys you just take care of yourselves and I remember like about a month later I had a message from someone and they were like I'm in LA and I've messaged the 42 people in LA to try and see if we could connect and there's just no one there that's on the same page and I was just like oh you are really missing the point here (laughs) but there's this thing of there's still this thing in us that is us, them. It's still, oh, but you still pray to a man in the sky. Oh, you still sing worship songs. Oh, you still <laughs> want to go to a church. You just want to go to a different type of church, or, right? Or you're, you call yourself progressive Christian. Well, I'm an atheist or an agnostic. And, and it still seems deeply rooted in, I don't know if this is the kind of Ken Wilber integral, maybe tier two kind of, once you kind of step beyond that and you go, oh, we're playing an us, them game. We don't need to do that is there a way to transcend that quickly is there i just I, I get i get frustrated trying to help people on this journey because yeah yeah it feels natural on some level to me but it wasn't always it wasn't always. i was pretty terrible about making my own community at times but i've got better at it but i'd like people to go through a quicker process than it took me certainly
1: to, to get through that <laughs> well, unstemming. and it's interesting in the exodus story these slaves are liberated from egypt Um, they get out of Egypt, but then it takes a good 40 years to get Egypt out of them. Yeah. Um, so some of those old patterns just worked on people. And so it just takes a while, just takes a while to flush out some of those toxins. Yeah. And what's interesting when you are telling stories, I was like, Oh, I bet he's going to start something. So then you do you, someone like you just goes, well, here, just put your pin on a map. Sure. Common sense made sense to me at the time and <laughs> now I'm like, oh, that doesn't necessarily play. It just takes people, it just takes a while. It just takes a while yeah. to like flush out that stuff. It's totally normal. If you had a voice on your shoulder for years mm. telling you this is how the world works, it's completely normal that you it would take a while to get that for that to stop listening to that voice. Yeah. It's all very normal. Yeah, yeah and especially these I mean think about these people who I mean for some people. The people who clothed them and fed them, paid their school fees, took them on holiday, also told them this is how life works, this is how the world works. Um, so disentangling all this. Yeah. And then these absolutely. communities who gave them stories about the very nature of the universe we're living in. It would make sense that when those stories no longer work it would take a minute um, just how many people were given told a story about the universe that's a story of lack and scarcity? Mm. And just at the at deepest heart level, shifting from lack and scarcity to abundance and generativity. Mm. Um, that's just a, like a, a subtle energetic shift, deep, deep in spirit for a person that can completely revolutionize your entire life, but you're in a system economic systems advertising that are billions of dollars are spent each day on the internet Mm. to reinforce lack if you just had this then you would be yeah Um, and at the center of the joy of life is the truth that you've always had everything that you needed the whole time it's within you it's upon you it's among you There's nowhere to go or nothing to earn that hasn't been yours the whole time. I mean, gospel is a counterintuitive notion. Mm. There's nothing to earn, nothing to... You're there. You've always been. You've always belonged. Yeah. You've never not belonged. Um, These are counterintuitive notions that take a while. And they're so simple and obvious and revolutionary.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. I guess, can I ask you one more question? This might be a big one, but I'm expecting you, Rob, to solve the world's problems. This so no pressure. might be a big um, <laughs> one. You but, you know, we're talking about that gospel. It's good news. It's, this this reality yes. that is within you. Yeah. It's here. Yeah, yeah. It's right now. There's no waiting around. There's no yeah. dualities. It's here. It's just there to grasp. It feels like there's something going on right now. Um, I know you've been addressing this on and off in your podcast over the last... God, like a couple of years probably aren't enough has been plenty to address. But it, it feels like whilst the world as a whole, we can zoom out, we'll see this trajectory. We see we're moving in the right direction. We're going to more complexity, depth, inclusion, love, grace, like this beautiful trajectory of good news. It feels that there's, we're in this unique time where we are feeding like never before. Someone told me the other day that... Um, Deers can hear 200 uh, feet around them. And so what happens is if anything kind of like twig breaks, whatever, they're like, they're wired, but Shit, there's a predator, I'm out of here. Um, and they were saying like, in today's world, it's almost like we have been wired to hear 200 miles you know or whatever and every twig breaks it's in the news it's on facebook it's my friends called me my friends uh-huh. said can you believe this idiot said this look at what the republicans are doing now like look at those democrats whatever it is just can't go boom 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 and it is just nonstop. and none of it is good news right we just don't share the good news we don't we don't get amped up about it it's all just negativity 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 what do you think is going on that is what what's happening in that because i feel like this movement of spirituality is just as caught up in this they're they're not talking about look at this great exodus of the church like I, I talked to people today and i 'm like the prayer that the church has been praying for the last hundred years for the next big revival, the next great awakening i 'm like it's here. the problem is yeah. it's causing people to leave but <laughs> you know or to explore something beyond um and so it 's not necessarily the most embraced, but it is here, but what is it about? is there something going on right now that that we are needing to transcend and and how do we begin to transcend that hypersensitivity that fixation on bad how do we shift to a good news focus how do we shift to it's here why am I looking out there why am I telling myself these crazy stories when there's a whole other narrative I can tell myself sorry that's a rambling question it probably didn't have much to build
1: on was that was a monument (laughs) This client. is why
0: my usual podcasts are about three hours long
1: because it takes that me about two like and a half hours to start. <laughs> that question was like a large hall that we can go in and walk around in. That was quite impressive. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, that was great. A couple thoughts. First off, what are people doing on the internet so much? I won't have my phone on me at all today. Mm. I'll look at it maybe twice. So this idea that people have to be, so so somebody invented fire apparently, and that fire can cook your food and it can keep you warm. It can also burn everything down. So in that sense, these new machines that put the world in your pocket um, are like any technology. They have an underbelly. I call it the undernet. Mm. So, um, I assume there's all sorts of good things happening on Twitter, but it's also filled with lots of people who aren't in the game. They aren't actually participating in new creation. Mm. They are throwing stones all day long. Um, these aren't people of courage or substance. They are people who chatter. They literally tweet. So, um That leaves a person's creational energies sublimated and repressed. Mm. You know that you are here for more than just typing comments on YouTube videos. You know that you're here for something more. And yet, precious sacred energies are being spent not... Think of the amount of energy on Facebook that's spent sounding off on politics. And yet, a number of the people are not involved in their local town council or they're Mm. fixing the potholes in the street or like if that energy that was spent announcing how the world should be run was spent actually participating in actually helping people in their actual town Um, so what happened is the internet gave people a wonderful way to avoid actually having skin in the game
2: Mm.
1: and that and the tricky thing is To actually take part in the world, in the ongoing creation of the world, you have to move from all of the things you could do with the energy and everything that you, and you actually have to, to have words take on flesh. And that always involves the death of fantasy. Mm -hmm. Fantasy is here, all the things that I could do if you just put me in charge. Um, And so what happens is the internet allows people to remain stuck in fantasy. They don't have to go through the death of dying to all the things that it could be so that it could actually be brought into flesh and blood. So, um, these are new machines. These are new phenomenon. These machines gravitate towards the outrageous and the shocking. So somebody could obviously manipulate that to become president of the United States. So what we're learning, if you see it as data, we're learning that these machines can be used for all sorts of nefarious purposes. Mm. Um, but i and there's a specific word that i use for this apocalypse for many people apocalypse means the end but the word apocalypse means to reveal or to disclose hmm. so these times are apocalyptic not because it's an end but much more because it's a revealing it's we're we're learning that a lot of ways of educating don't work we're revealing that religious institutions that exist to heighten consciousness haven't been doing that we've learned that government institutions which exist to serve the greater good help us arrange ourselves better at least in america have been deeply co-opted by corporations and wealth Mm. so it feels like an upheaval it feels cataclysmic it feels apocalyptic because it is like you said people leaving these institutions yeah 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 um kristen and i call it apocalyptic hope we have more hope than ever because the only way to get to the new world is for the truth to be spoken about spoken about this world. Like yeah. you can't get to new creation without an exposure of the current creation. Um, so grief and imagination are intimately linked. You have to let go and grieve what was, um, and in it is all the imagination for how it could be. So this thing that you've so well pointed out throughout the past hour, yeah, it's massive. It's massive. All of these things that were existing, but not serving and doing what they're supposed to do are being exposed. Mm. And it's terrifying. You could feel like the foundations rattling but that's how it works yeah it's it's apocalyptic it's it's a revealing and that's how you get the imagination to build a new world yeah wow so a friend of mine says whatever needs to die just let it die Mm. like that people terrified that everybody's leaving that thing Wait, wait 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 they're leaving it because it isn't doing what it's supposed to do. And even this idea that people, people are more tuned into spirit than ever. Mm. People are more, um, uh, people are more aware of our connection with the soil. People are more, even, even all of the chatter of the internet and the omnipresence, more and more people are taking up meditation practice Mm -hmm. to, for stillness, and the emptiness to be able to actually hear the divine, yeah. and experience the non-dual, formless source that is at the root of everything. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't all this. There's no man. This is how it works. Yeah. Genesis chapter one. The spirits hovering over those dark waters. Mm. The tohu vohu, the void and formlessness. Um, and yeah, it's painful. And yeah, the, it's times like uh Kristen and I talk about feeling the feels some days like over the past half year of pandemic uh you're feeling off I'm sure you've had this you're down oh, you're feeling something days
0: you mean weeks right right right
1: right and Kristen <laughs> and I will say we'll say oh uh this might be me I might also if what however many people filed for unemployment last yeah. week this might be me I also might be feeling simply what's in the air. If millions of people are feeling financial stress and you're having an off day or you're feeling, this may, this may literally be every, just the thing Yeah, you're deeply connected to the, to the larger body. We always have been. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So even, even just letting yourself feel it, yeah, it's completely normal right now to be like, what the, what is, th-? yeah, yeah. This is heavy. This is heavy. If you're not feeling this, you're, something got shut off because this this one is heavy. And it's also historically, man, yeah, it's how the rebirths work. Yeah. It's yeah. how it works. It's how we wake up. Well, I
0: always, say, I always laugh because like, people are like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Can you believe this is happening? Can you believe that? And I'm like, have you ever read a history book? Like, right. ever. Just right. randomly right, right. just go like that in the history Boom. book
1: anywhere, yes. and it's going to be worse yeah. than it
0: is today, really, on the whole.
1: <laughs> it was Black Plague. Black Plague in Europe, I think a third yeah. of the people it's in Europe like, died. Just yeah. like
0: gone. One out of three people that you know are dead now. Um, We've been here. We, and it's Wednesday. We, we have you know? <laughs> been here
1: before. And it's Wednesday. We have been here before. Um,
0: absolutely and, and, and how much better are we dealing with like even even america right not the if you're reading the newspaper it's like oh gosh we're doing terrible how terrible it is works. it's still bloody good compared to how it would have gone down 100 years ago do you know what i mean even if you had the best person in the world in charge would have gone really badly compared to how it's gone today like we are so much better off today and and so i think it's just remembering yeah. that things are dipping yeah. down but they are yeah yeah no that's yeah beautiful.
1: it is there's a death toll it's tragic it's absolutely sure. destabilizing and and people are paying attention more than ever, listening to each other there's that's yeah, very strange, very strange, yeah. like people have said thousands of times over thousands of years these are strange days mm. yeah. yeah apocalyptic hope that's beautiful it's It's about this new
0: story, you know framing it with a different story i love mm-hmm. it i love mm-hmm. it that's really beautiful rob i really appreciate you taking the time like huge, oh, I, I can't thoroughly stress enough
1: enjoyed talking to you
0: what you have done for me in my life i honestly cannot mm. stress like i used to travel all over the world speaking in churches conferences completely not you know you on easter sunday was me 365 days a year speaking in up to 400 events a year and Whoa. I'm like, I don't even leave any of this. But if I can maybe move people a little bit forwards, and it's only Whoa. through, I think it was the time in Lincoln, so it's what, four years ago or so that I really ripped the bandaid off. And I was like, I'm just gonna be me. And the whole world flipped on his head, as you can imagine. Um, I don't travel that much to churches and conferences anymore. <laughs> um, and I've never been happier. I've never been more fulfilled. I've never had a better community and tribe around me. And, and a lot of it, I really do. Um, uh, I I can, I owe to you for just telling your story and giving me the freedom to go, Oh yeah, it will be okay. I can go through that death and actually there'll still be people laughing at by my side. There'll still be fun times, good times, and I'll be doing what I feel free to do. And so I really, really appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, the amount of people I talk to, I talk to thousands of people every year because I do sit online and I send private messages backwards and forwards. That, that's what I do. I kind of online pastor. Um, I, I'm the pastor for people that hate pastors, you know? Um, but uh, I, I do that all day, every day. And I tell you what, your name comes up frequently every day um, in, in people telling me how instrumental you've been in their story of them finding hope, wow. of them finding some safety, of them finding a bit of stability in a, terribly unstable time for them um and so thank you for what you're doing honestly it's a huge huge deal. really appreciate it. that's
1: amazing so
0: that's very moving to me so before you go if someone's been living under a rock how do they connect with you robcast
1: best thing to kind of like track yeah yeah there's there's uh at at robbell.com there's the robcast there's the new book everything is spiritual we just released a new film called an introduction to joy
0: Yes. You would like it. Yeah. I was there. Um, I, I, well, there. Oh yeah. Not the, in the and, one you filmed, on the UK but, tour? But I was in the UK tour. Somewhere. Oh, I
1: love it. And there's <laughs> some, um, I did a some long form audio. So I did 12 hours on the book of Leviticus. Yeah. There's a seven hours on the art of communicating. Mm. My, my wife, Kristen and I did a project called launching rockets, which is three hours on observations on being a parent. So yeah, yeah. yeah there's a whole world of stuff. And I, they
0: can find all that stuff at robbell.com. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah wonderful
0: cool and your new book i think this is coming out on monday so your new book is tuesday is that right everything is spiritual right so drop everything guys and go pre-order it's coming out tomorrow rob's new book everything is spiritual thank you so much rob honestly much love it's great
1: talking to you i'm sure we'll meet up down the road i'd love that
0: all right love you my friends
1: bye-bye much love
0: all right so that was rob bell i mean you all know that right um Rob, you can connect with him at robbell.com, all his resources, his materials, they are just incredible, honestly, his, his materials have been so helpful to me, I remember Drops Like Stars, which is all about suffering, helped me go through um, the, the death of my mother, it helped me go through um, uh, the, the ending and, and, and uh, failing of my first marriage, the divorce of that, like, it, He's just been so, so, so helpful in my journey. Um, his, his latest stuff, uh, Everything is Spiritual, An Introduction to Joy, just phenomenal. Um, everything is Spiritual, his new book, it is out tomorrow. Odds are you're a normal person and you didn't listen to this in the first like 10 seconds it came out. It's probably already out, guys. Go get a copy of Everything is Spiritual. Um, you can get it anywhere, go to a bookstore, you know, go to Amazon, whatever it looks like. Go grab a copy because honestly, I absolutely loved it. I think it's just a, um, a phenomenal blend of memoir and inspiration, um, and extraordinary teaching, extraordinary um, wisdom and insight into where we are going in this world, what is happening, and what directionality. <laughs> Threw that back in, a little callback. What is the directionality of our lives? Um, anyway. I really encourage you, if you haven't come across Rob, if you've been living under a rock, please check him out. It, like, it, stuff will change your life. It really will, it's phenomenal. The Robcast, of course, an incredible resource, um, his podcast. Um, talking of incredible resources, I mentioned at the beginning, but the deconstructionnetwork.com. Guys, if you're going through deconstruction, if you feel lonely or isolated, please go to the deconstructionnetwork.com and try and see if there's anyone in your local area. Like, there is no reason to do this alone until at least you've checked the deconstruction network and there's no one in your area. And even then, if you signed up and there's no one in your area, well, now there's one person in your area. So the next person that signs up in your area will be able to find someone. And so it's a great resource. It's a really important resource I'd uh, encourage you to check it out. It's completely free. Um, there's no downside to using it. Uh, thegracecourse.com, lots of free teachings if you wanna kind of dive into some more um, teachings on hell, homosexuality, human psychological development, all kind of different stuff through the lens of kind of Christianity. Um, but can be very helpful when we're going through deconstruction, especially if you wanna hold on to some of those um, uh, components. Um, and as I mentioned, you can become a Patreon or a partner and support what I'm doing, help me be able to do this full time for free. Um, just phildrysdale.com slash partner or search Phil Drysdale on Patreon. Um, and again, for as little as $5 a month, you can become a part of my online community. We have a small private discussion group. Um, We uh, have monthly Zoom calls. There for the higher tiers, there's kind of one-to-one Skype opportunities and different things like that. There's not much I can offer people because I do everything for free, but there's there's some cool perks on there um, if you're interested in that. yeah it would be a huge deal but there is never any requirement to give i'm always here i'm always i'm um, going to put out my material for free i'm always ready to chat and and, and support you in any way i can Um, if you want to reach out to me email is not a good option facebook is a slightly better option but instagram is the best option 110 percent. instagram go to instagram shoot me a message i'm just phil dry still and i will reply to you i will connect with you and so i'd love to hear from you i'd love to hear your journey i'd love to help you in any way i can All right, guys, that's enough from me. I will see you again in the next episode on Thursday. We have a return guest, the one and only Jordan Etheridge, and it is a fun conversation. You're going to enjoy it. All right, love you guys. Peace.